Welcome back to the Complete Health Rewire podcast. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about why you need to stop weighing yourself and how it could be impacting your success within your health and well-being journey. We're joined today by head coach Stacey, transformation coach Chris, and our doctor of cardiovascular medicine and transformation coach Dr. Jody Patel. Here's a quick snippet of what to expect in our podcast today, and then we'll get into the main body. I mean, why do most people join us? Like most people are not joining us to see five kilos, 10 kilos drop in the scale. They're joining us because they want to feel more energetic. They want to feel more focused. They want to feel more productive. They want to have goals that they're working towards. They want to have that energy come back through the day. They want to be able to move better. They want to to be able to train better, keep up with the kids. So it's really, really important to actually focus on the things that are going to move you forwards and make you feel subjectively better rather than just constantly being bogged down by the numbers. So today we're joined by the team to discuss the importance of not weighing yourself. So just to make sure that we're absolutely clear, this isn't for everyone. This is for a very select few people that really struggle with seeing the numbers on the scale and that impact in their ability to adhere to the things that are actually going to move them forwards, to adhere to the objectives and be consistent with their efforts towards the program. Focusing on weight, it's not a bad thing. Okay, just just consider this. Focus on your weight is not a bad thing if you're able to detach yourself from the emotions that come with it. So what we're going to cover today is why it can be such a a negative thing to focus on and some of the reasons that play into your weight going up and down peaks and troughs and how it might impact your ability to adhere through the course of your program with this, your time with this. So let's start with what are three or four things that actually impact your weight? Um, I think the, the first thing we'll focus on is probably more nutrition related. Yeah, so nutrition obviously has a huge impact on your weight. I mean, if you eat exactly the same thing every day, then fine, but most people don't, you know, especially if you have different calorie intakes over the course of the week, perhaps you eat more on the weekends, perhaps you just have a day where you eat takeout with the family and maybe even if calories are controlled, carbs are higher, salt's higher, all those sorts of things, all of those are going to influence weight. So if you're just weighing yourself sporadically here and there and not taking things like that into account, then there can be huge huge fluctuations on weighing yourself after a low day versus weighing yourself after a day where you've had more calories, more carbs, more salt. Um, so there's a big impact from nutrition. And if you're not taking that into consideration and you're not consistent with it and you're not weighing yourself damn near daily, then that can be something that skews the data and can really mess with people's heads. Yeah, and look, I think this is the thing. I mean, how many people will literally eat the same food day in, day out, cook it in exactly the same way, the same spices, the same sauces, whatever it might be. Like how many people would actually want to live like that? So I think that's really, really crucial to understand. Like we don't expect that of any individual working with us. And I think the only time that I've really done that myself is when I've gone into like comp mode or prep mode. And it's not, it's not a realistic way to live, especially if you've got a life to live outside of your exercise and your nutrition, your training, whatever it might be. So just just remember that we don't expect you to do that. But on the same on the same kind of hand, like you've got to be mindful of that your fluctuations in your intake over the course of a week will have a will have an impact on your weight. But it's not the be all and end all. And often what are we looking for? We're looking for trends in data. We're not looking for, you know, this, you know, today I had a you know a takeaway and you know the next day my weight spiked. So I've ruined everything. That's not how this journey will work. Um, but looking at other factors there, I mean, everybody's training or everybody's exercising. 
towards their goal too, right? So I think it'd be actually quite important to understand, well, what impact might exercise have on weight as we go through the week? If you're going to train, you know, different days during the week, we're not going to be training seven days a week. So you're going to have a program, however many days you train, the weight is going to fluctuate depending on are you training, are you not training, how hard is training, what is that, you know, knock impact, are you taking on a lot more fluid, um, to account for that, or are you not taking on extra fluid? So when you're in the gym, you're losing more fluid. Things like inflammation are going to have an impact. And if you're training really hard, um, how is your nutrition set up around those those training sessions? And the big things to realise, it'll go up and down a lot, but that isn't any indication on whether or not training was more or less successful. Um, it's just kind of one of the byproducts. So again, not using that as a, a reference point to am I training harder or, or better because my weight is is dropping more or less um, around sessions? Yeah. And I, I think that really feeds back into like the recovery aspect of what you just mentioned there. So recovery, it, it impacts like your lifestyle will change your weight. So if you're having really good night's sleep, you're going to have probably wake up feeling a little bit less stressed. So there's going to be less kind of you know stress hormones related to that. So you won't be holding as much water potentially. Even the amount that you respire over the course of the night will impact your weight so your water weight loss so it's a very minor degree but if we're going to constantly focus on just weight itself then we've got to take all of these smaller factors into play so i think that's really important that if you're getting good quality sleep and you're really consistent with it your weight might be a little bit more i guess consistent too if you're having like nights where you're just not sleeping whether it's it's your fault because you've been up all night watching you know, series on Netflix, or if it's just, you know, the kids waking up you up and disrupting you, probably not the best day to weigh yourself. Um, so just have these sorts of uh, these thoughts in your mind when it comes to tracking weight. And I think the other side of that, I've mentioned stress there and how that might impact, you know, water weight, but hormones themselves have an impact. Yeah. So like our hormones are going to have lots of changes to like our physiological systems. And I think especially if it comes to like reproductive hormones, so like for females, they'll always notice there's a week during the month where their weight is increased by a couple of pounds. But for women who maybe have irregular um, monthly cycles, that might be something they need to be aware of, that it might affect their weight and to not let that um, sort of get them down that it's quite normal and it's going to lead to sort of water retention, which is going to increase um, their weight. But also things like you mentioned, sleep is going to affect the cortisol levels. So cortisol is our stress hormone. And that's not only going to affect sort of like our behavior and the sort of impact the, the things that we do, but also just day-to-day -day fluctuations on days that we're really stressed. How is that going to affect? So just like you say, looking out for those triggers and just being aware of days which they which people feel stressed and how that might affect the scale weight you're so right you know when you're feeling stressed when you're feeling emotional when you're feeling down that directly impacts your behaviors and i think that's so powerful i mean the, the mental side of this journey is probably bigger than people give it credit for and look i remember when i was going through competition when i was going through prep phases when i was getting closer towards my my actual competition date like my weight would just stop dropping. And most of that was just down to the fear and the stress of actually not looking my best on stage in two to three weeks time. And I remember at the time just working with somebody and them saying, have you tried having a couple of days off from training and actually just relaxing a little bit on the diet? And I thought they were absolutely mental at the time. Like, 
absolutely crazy giving me that advice, but it worked. As soon as I just took my foot off the pedal, had a nice bath, chilled out, had a bit of a refeed over a couple of days, I felt so much better. The water came down, my body composition looked completely different. And it's really important sometimes to just recognize when you need to just chill, recover. And it's a massively underutilized tool. I mean, where else do we see this kind of mental side of this actually impacting people's ability to adhere? I think I think the biggest one is if you have clients who uh, tend to weigh intermittently, like we were speaking about, sorry about the cat. <laughs> um, like oftentimes what will happen is they'll get into a good rhythm and they're ticking things pretty well and then they happen to weigh themselves and the weight isn't what they were wanting. And that throws them because they feel like oh, I've done all the right things and it's not working. So why should I keep going? You know, I think that's a really common thing that we come across. So it's like, it's not necessarily that it's not working. It's just that that weight happened to not be what you were expecting. You know, so I think sometimes it can be sort of more of a detriment than it is a benefit because it consistency, consistency then moving forward. 100%. And like I know clients that we've worked with and like they've dropped like 15, 20 centimeters from their waist, their hips, even through their chest, their arms, and their weight really hasn't moved a great deal. And that can be very, very demoralizing. But if you can stay strong at that point, it's just a matter of time. It's simply a matter of time before the weight starts to drop itself. And again, what does that say? If you've dropped all those numbers on your measurements, what does it say? The body fat's coming down. So yeah, something's happening. I think that's really powerful just to, to understand that. I mean, why do most people join us? Like most people are not joining us to see five kilos, 10 kilos drop in the scale. They're joining us because they want to feel more energetic. They want to feel more focused. They want to feel more productive. They want to have goals that they're working towards. They want to have that energy come back through the day. They want to be able to move better. They want to, want to be able to train better, keep up with the kids. So it's really, really important to actually focus on the things that are going to move you forwards and make you feel subjectively better rather than just constantly being bogged down by the numbers. Um, look, let's, let's talk about that. Two or three things that people can look at outside of just their weight. So if we're going to tell anyone to stop weighing themselves right now, especially when we recognize it's having an impact on their mood and their ability to adhere, what's a couple of things that they can look for outside of just their weight? In terms of physical progress, measurements are a good option. So more about a direct substitution for weight, I suppose. And, and pictures, right? I mean, even if it's not a formal check-in photo, if you're going to work one day, just snap a picture of yourself, especially if it's the start of the, the program. If you're wearing a similar outfit a month down the line, snap a picture of yourself. Of course, we would like to see more detailed body composition photos. But sometimes if you really do struggle with taking those pictures, like do some lifestyle pictures just so that you've got that frame of reference and massively don't focus on comparing your pictures yourself because you will just see flaws make sure you're actually sharing them with your coaches or sharing them with somebody that is going to be brutally honest with you and open with you and allow them to give you an assessment back um, how about subjectively what sort of things could we look out for to see you know if somebody's progressing if somebody's moving forwards i think one to ten is quite a nice sort of simple scale in different um areas you know something about how is your energy how is your sleep how are your stress levels um, gives you a good idea, you know, if you're progressing in that area and just like one to 10 keeps it nice and simple, you know, you're not trying to quantify it in any sort of specific way. It's just, is it better or worse? And then you've got a nice reference point. Yeah, absolutely. And it is so simple. Like, oh, you know, is our energy better? Is our digestion better? Is sleeping better? How's our mood? 
if we stop being so irritable every time we hear a noise uh, these silly little things that we don't even realize are having an impact on our our mood and our motivation and our drive each day uh, they're the things that we could maybe focus a little bit more on rather than just the weight itself but guys i think this has been truly valuable if anybody out there right now is really getting bogged down by the scale weight they're noticing it's having an impact have a think about what we've talked about today make sure you've made some notes and really start to apply it and give yourself two to four weeks to see the changes don't expect it to all happen over the course of seven days um, thank you for listening really appreciate it and look forward to next week and in the meantime have a powerful one if you enjoyed this episode today all i need from you is to subscribe to the podcast leave a comment rate the podcast and review it if you share this to a friend or family member then you will be helping us in our mission to educate and inspire our community to positive change. And if you've been listening to our content and you're really interested right now in making a significant change towards your health and well-being, drop me a message on Instagram at the Indian Body Coach and let's have a chat. Thank you for tuning in. I'm incredibly grateful that you did. Have a powerful week.